That's why don't you start uh, helping us out in the kitchen? All right. Uh, you can start by sticking your face in, 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 in the freezer and making us some ugly things. <laughs> Man Radio. Good evening, good afternoon, good morning, wherever you might be. It's me, your pal, your buddy, Junk Man, delivering the goods on Junk Man Radio, right here at Doll Hut Studios in Anaheim, California. A beautiful place to be. 247. That's right, uh, Doll Hut Studios. Your one stop shopping for all kinds of stuff, including rentals for rooms, recording for rooms. <laughs> You know, not like rental rooms to live in, but to, uh, you know, to rehearse your band in. Rehearsals, lockouts, recording, all the above. Podcasting, fun things like that. And uh, it's all right here at Doll Hut Studios in Anaheim, California. And so am I, your buddy, your pal, the guy that annoys you, well, you know, every so often. (laughs) Today being one of those days. That's good. And it's air conditioning, which I love. I've talked about it before. It's just such a... So it makes my my uh, my time here just so much better. I love it. All right, so I got a lot planned out for today. It's going to be a great show, as always. I think every show is a great show, but today I just have a lot. That's just something that I want to do is bring you a lot of music and a lot of chat and a lot of things like that. So uh, away we go. <laughs> Okay, uh, let's see. What am I going to start out the show with? And I've been debating and going back and forth between a couple of different bands that I like to start the show with. And I think I'm just going to have to just wing it and come up with something right off the right off the top of my head. Which I've been, you know, it's summertime, and I've been very uh, trying to get some beach time in, and being uh, very, you know, leisurely on my on my weekends. Uh, I went and saw a great rock show the other night and that was a blast um man i'm telling you 
Armored Saint just completely blew my mind. So what do you say we start with some Armored Saint? I was really looking forward to hearing this particular song, but I didn't. But uh, they really, I'm telling you, this is what the epitome of a rock band is all about. A heavy rock band that is just, they've really got it going on. and They're amazing. So I want to start my show and a big shout out to Armored Saint because they just completely blew my mind and everybody else's mind that was in the building with a couple of great shows in Los Angeles area this past weekend. So... What do you say we start out with uh, the title track of their their latest record, which was out a while ago. Studio record, that is. This is uh, Win Hands Down from Armored Saint. Started out on Junk Man Radio. Crank it up. <laughs> Yeah. 
Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Junkman Radio. That, my friends, is Leonard Skinner and Truck Driver. One of those songs that you don't get to hear that one a whole lot because, of course, you know, there's so many Leonard Skinner songs that are out there that just have been played a million times. I just like that one right there. I've always liked that one. It was hard for me to find for a while, but I got it. It was uh, some early Leonard Skinner stuff that they that they recorded that just kind of never made it onto one of their major releases. I do believe it was on their box set, and that's where I found it. But, of course, I brought that up because I don't know if you happen to catch it yet, but there's a documentary that's been playing around on, I believe, a Showtime or Home Box Office, one of those uh, television stations right there, premium channels, so to speak that has a documentary about Leonard Skinner called If I Leave Here Tomorrow, and I watched it. It was excellent. I really liked it. That was that was my band back then when I was in high school. And I uh, I do remember the day that their plane crash happened in 1978 and how broken up, or, or 77, was it? Yeah. How broken up I was about it and what that band really, really did for me. I got to see them live a couple of times, too, and... Got to actually meet a couple of the members of the band and had some nice conversation with them. Very, very nice fellas. But the documentary itself is wonderful, and it cleared up a lot of questions that I'd had over the years. You know, there just wasn't a whole lot of information on exactly, you know, after the, for instance, with the with the plane crash. There wasn't a lot of information about what actually happened to the individual members, you know, and to know that, you know, Gary Rossington had suffered two broken arms and two broken legs amongst other injuries, you know, and just the way that things happen from the actual people that were actually in that plane was, was, uh, I don't know, frightening, you know, just to, just to understand what they went through. And uh, I remember at the time going, well, how long before they can get back on the road again? And it took them a long time before they felt like they could actually do that. And, you know, so many things happened to that band, and, you know, a lot of, some of it was self-destruction, some of it wasn't over the years to various members of the band. But, again, we still have Gary Rossington, and uh, we still have uh, Ricky Medlock, and we still have guys like Artemis Powell that were with the band, or Artemis Pyle that were with the band. I was thinking about Powell because of how great, on that particular number, Truck Driver, how great Billy Powell's piano is on that. And they talked about Billy Powell. He was a roadie with the band when they first started, or early in their career. And he said that he could play piano, and they gave him a shot, and he did it. And he just was such an integral part of their sound coming from a band that was all about guitars. You know, three-guitar army guitar band is what they were. And to add that piano in there, that's so well done. I love that style of piano, that whole honky-tonk piano type of thing. And Billy Powell was a master of that. And uh, I just love that record. Uh, Truck Driver Man. Of course, everything else by Leonard Skinner, too. So, you know, you always get these guys that come, Hey, Blake Skinner! Hey, Freebird! You know, and all the rest of those guys. And there's a bunch... You know, and thank God because, you know, they got, they keep the band's music alive as well. But that one right there, I uh, I really, I've always wanted to play. So there you go. You got it. Missing Persons before that was noticeable, noticeable one. That was from their Spring Session M release of, I believe, around 1984. It was a great record. It was their, uh, after they had really, really broken through with uh, 
a bunch of singles with uh, when I first moved to California, for instance, I was talking about that this past week with some people that uh, came to visit in uh, that summer of 1982, how much music came out. But my favorite band of all those bands that came out in that era and became popular were Missing Persons because I was a big Frank Zappa band or fan. And that was their band, you know, at one time. That was the band from the Oh, the the Zuda Lures album and a few other ones, but uh, for the most part, and uh, just a great stuff from Missing Persons. Dig it. Foghat played Rock and Roll Outlaw for Missing Persons, and I love that record. Again, about 1974, 75, that came out, and I remember my brother coming home with that record and uh, just hearing that track right off the bat. Bam, Rock and Roll Outlaws. I like these guys. And then, of course, they became hugely popular as well. And most of the members of that band have died off, although drummer Roger Earl, bless him, still has a version of Foghat that's cruising around the States or the world or where have you. And uh, thank God for that, too, because he always had great music. Good stuff right there. Rock and Roll Outlaw from Foghat, title track of that record. Armored Saint started things out. Uh, man, I'm telling you, after that intro of them, I just I can't say enough good stuff about how cool they were the other night. They just blew my mind in Anaheim at the all-new House of Blues in the smaller room, in the in the parish room, which was packed to the gills. Hot and sweaty night of rock and roll, and it sure was, man. They, the bands that played opening acts, Heretic was a great band, you know. Active Defiance, a outstanding metal band. And then, of course, the mighty Armored Saint, who really, really, really took pride in their hometown shows and just did a great job. So, again, hats off to you guys. Kick ass. Always kick ass. Man, this band kicks ass, too. They got a brand new record, and I'm going to play a little track off it. I believe it's the lead track from the record. It's uh, my friend's Hailstorm, who I'm going to go visit and see and hopefully get on the Junk Band Radio Show here at, at some time. But, uh, yeah, a great record. It's called Vicious. Just was released about a week or two ago. Go out and get it. You'll be glad you did. Here's a little track off it called Black Vultures. This is new from Hailstorm on Junkman Radio.
Junkman Radio. Guys, you dig that? It's Green Day. And blood, sex, and booze. Three good things. <laughs> so some, it's an entire way of life, my friends. But uh, yeah, Green Day from the warning record, blood, sex, and booze. Got a little kinky stuff going on in there. Love Green Day. It's one of those bands that just gets better and better and better and better, in my humble opinion. You know, of course, all the old schools, dude, they sold out after the first record. Fuck you. They did not. You know, shut up. This band gets better and better and better. Smarter and smarter and smarter. It just comes up with just great music. Love them. When I first saw that band, I was not sure. I was like, all right, cool. Another little, little whiny little punk band. And I saw them for the first time live at Woodstock 94, and it completely changed my mind because I realized, all right, these guys are hysterical. I talked about this on last show, seeing them. Here I am. I'm in Woodstock 94, and it's completely covered in mud. It's about the third day, I believe it was. I think it was the last day, and I was exhausted. 
And my friend had told me, he says, man, you got to go see Green Day. That band will definitely lift your spirits. And you know what? He was exactly right. I was beat up. I was full of mud. I was getting really sick of stuff because it was just so dirty everywhere you went. Everything was just like complete chaos. But Green Day came on stage, and they took that to another level altogether. Now, I was back a little ways about, oh, I don't know. I was off to the side. I remember that, the side that uh, Billy Joel kept looking at. And I remember seeing clumps of mud go flying through the air onto the stage. And it got more and more and bigger and bigger and bigger and more and more until that, that stage was completely filled full of mud. Now, what was better than that was the band was picking up the clumps and throwing it back at the people. So it was almost like, you know, a complete mud fight, which was happening over there. And then it, that, it got bigger and bigger and was complete chaos upon the chaos that was already happening, which I loved. <laughs> it woke my ass right up and said, wow. I'm going to stick around for this. And I sat around for the whole set, which I hadn't done, I don't think, with any band that was there the entire weekend at Woodstock 94. And they had a hell of a lineup with a lot of bands that I'd never seen before. And it was very cool. It was huge, huge, huge place. Uh, I, I, I had, I, I mentioned as, as well, here I am stuttering over my words. I crowd surfed for the first time because I had a, an injury on my leg that I had uh, rollerblading. <laughs> yeah, remember when that was up? 1994? Yeah. <laughs> anyway, hockey, oh, yeah, yeah, rollerblading. Yeah, that's cool. I went with a girl, and we went rollerblading in Long Beach, California, and I, I scraped up my leg real bad, serious road pizza on my leg. And when I was at Woodstock 94 a couple of weeks later, I realized that the on the main stage, the medical tent was to stage left, which is the right side of the stage when you're looking at it. And it was right on the stage. And I went, hmm, I wonder if I'm hurt. People can pick me up and crowd surf me up to the front. And that's exactly what I did. It was like the express lane. It was awesome. So I would take the Band-Aid off my leg, or the bandage. It was a pretty significant chunk out of my leg. And it was bleeding. And they crowd surfed me almost a quarter mile up to the front of the stage. That's how massive this place was. And they dropped me off, and they lifted me up onto the stage, under the medical area. They washed out my cut. They put a fresh bandage on it and gave me an ice-cold bottle of water and then put me back out in the crowd. And here I am. I'm in the front row for the next band. So I went, hey, light bulb went off in my head. I could do this each and every time, can't I? Because my leg's still going to keep bleeding. So throughout the weekend, anytime I was in the back and I wanted to get to the front, I just... You know, took the Band-Aid off, or the bandage off, and uh, got crowd surfed all the way to the front, which was kind of fun. You know, you put your wallet in the front. You make sure that, uh, you know, your goods are tucked in kind of snugly, because otherwise your balls are going to get grabbed. And it was that kind of deal. <laughs> and it's, it, was, uh, it taught me proper crowd surfing etiquette. Now, later on, after it started raining and the mud got even better, I decided, you know what? I'm not going to chance it anymore because if I fall in this mud, I'm not. chances are I might not get out of it, especially after witnessing some of the mosh pits they had over the weekend with Metallica and Nine Inch Nails and the uh, one I was just talking about with, with Green Day. If I got stuck in that thing, man, I would have never gotten out. So I just kind of kept my distance. I was kind of careful about things, you know, and just... <laughs> It was such a great time. Of course, that was also on a side stage, too, so it wasn't the as big of a massive field as there was on the main stage. 
But anyway, a good uh, a good time for all. And I uh, I actually looked it up, and I, that whole performance is on YouTube. You can see Green Day and many of the other bands that played at Woodstock '94. You can see their entire performance, which. I'm kind of sad that everything wasn't commercially released. It's been like that with a lot of festivals, but I guess the uh, the word is that you have to, everybody has to have their own uh, contract on those things, and they also have to be signed, and a lot of people just don't want to do that. So, But you can find them on YouTube. Thank God for that. All right. After that long spiel and telling you all about it, I played Love Hate before that blackout in the Red Room, one of my favorite bands ever. I sound like Eddie Trunk right there, right? Yeah, sorry, <laughs> didn't mean to. Trust me. Uh, one of the one of the best bands I thought that came out of L.A. in the '80s. There was a few. There was a lot of shit, but there was a lot of them. There was a few bands that came out of there that really had it together, song wise, and that was one of them right there. One of my faves, Love Hate, Blackout in the Red Room. Whose guitar player, my buddy Johnny Love, does the Junk Man theme song, which you heard at the beginning of the show. That's right. That's him. Mr. Big with a great record called Undertow. That, uh, man, unfortunately, the drummer Pat Torpy has passed on. And Matt Starr is doing a fine job as the new drummer for Mr. Big. But uh, Pat Torpy, such a nice guy. I got a chance to talk, talk to him oh, about six months before he died. And just a very, 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 very nice gentleman. A great drummer. And uh, he will be He will be missed. Hailstorm started that set out with Black Vultures off their brand new record, Vicious. Looking forward to seeing Hailstorm this week in Las Vegas, which is going to be a lot of fun. Need a little R&R. Another festival I went to uh, just recently this summer, which, you know, as you can listen to Junkman Radio, I dig festivals. I like going to festivals and seeing a lot of bands in one weekend. It's a lot of fun for me. And uh, one of the bands that I was really looking forward to at this thing was called Incarceration, which is in Mansfield, Ohio. And had a whole bunch of bands that played for three days on the grounds of the Ohio State Reformatory, which is a retired prison, which they filmed the movie Shawshank Redemption at. And I went and I had a great time and I was anxiously awaiting this band. I saw them in Los Angeles about 25 years ago. They're from Canada, and they're called Our Lady Peace. And the record I'm about to play for you was coming out, and they were all the rage. And I saw the show, and I really enjoyed it. I saw it either it was either at the Roxy or the Troubadour. I can't remember. One of those clubs up in Hollywood. And I really enjoyed them. But I saw them a couple of weeks ago. I might as well have been sleeping. It just did nothing for me. But this was the last song they played, and it kind of upped it a little bit. So I'm not going to say anything bad about him, but I really, really, really dug this song. And I was really hoping the performance would uh, would kind of bring back a little bit what I saw 25 years ago. Not the case. Ah, For Our Lady Peace fans, that was just my humble opinion. You're entitled to yours, but this is a great song. So check it out. Crank it up loud. It's called Starseed from Our Lady Peace on Junk Man Radio.
Junk Band Radio. That, my friends, is one of those bands that just never quite got over the hump, you know? Out of Chicago from the late 70s, that was a band called Off Broadway. Very popular in the Chicago area. Great songs, cool stuff. Just never really got past it, you know? Off Broadway, the song was called Automatic from the Quick Turns record. I like that one. Always did. Had the record since, man, since it was new, to believe, around 19... I'm guessing around 1979, 1980, something like that, when it came out. All right, uh, let's see. Before that, one of my favorite bands ever. There we go, Sound Electronic again. Uh, the Smithereens. <laughs> now I see why he says it so much. It's just kind of a habit, you know? Um, Smithereens and Miles from Nowhere. Smithereens, of course, have been playing some songs, or some shows, I should say, since the death of their singer, Pat Denisio. Such a great guy. And they've had different people filling in. Uh, the singer from the Gin Blossoms, Robin, has been singing in with them uh, lately, as has uh, Marshall Crenshaw amongst others, which is kind of cool. I love it. They keep the music alive that way. The fans dig it, and it's always something new and interesting. Heard an interesting com- or suggestion that they should contact Evan Dando from the Lemonheads. Remember that band, the Lemonheads? I'll have to play some of them in just a little bit. Well, the Lemonheads uh, singer, Evan Dando, sounds very much like smithereen singer pat denisio and i thought mm. i read about that and i went wow that's a good idea maybe so don't know what kind of a guy he was or is and uh because i know pat denisio was just such a sweet guy just a nice nice dude who always had uh the best of intentions but i don't know anything about evan dando i wonder if the band has contacted him that might be a nice pairing would be nice we'll see Smithereens right there, Miles from Nowhere. Uh, Red 37, another band that you've heard me brag about so much, a band that I really like. Uh, Apparently they are getting or recording new music together again, which is nice. They haven't been together in quite a while. That uh, band, of course, featuring my friend J.J. Ferris. You know him as the guitar player for the Tories. Mm -hmm. Brian Burwell on the drums, a.k.a. Dog Boy, from amongst other bands, a band called Neve, N-E-V-E that I really like, another band I'll have to play here on my Junk Band Radio show, and as well as Matt Nelson, yes, of the famous Nelson Brothers, Ricky Nelson's son, on bass and vocals on that as well. The song was called If You Try. Very, very positive song. Good stuff. And Our Lady Peace started that out with Starseed, a song I really, really, really enjoy from that band. And uh, we'll see if they make some more stuff like that in the future. That'd be great. All right. I think it's about time for our, our uh, VintageRock.com six-pack of the day. That's right. It's a feature we do in the show, um, which is sponsored by our friends from VintageRock.com. Great website for all things uh, vintage and uh, a lot of things, you know. They, uh, they do lots of reviews and giveaways, and they talk about classic rock and all kinds of different kinds of rock music and things like that. And it's a really, really cool website, so go check it out, vintagerock.com. I also do some work with them as well. I, on occasion, I am a senior correspondent with them. I like to do uh, interviews and I do um, concert reviews and things like that, as well as post them on my photography. So 
It's kind of a cool place to be. But anyway, uh, today's Vintage Rock six-pack is going to be a six-pack. I'm going to do a repeat of six-pack of Tall Boys. Why do you say that? Because uh, a lot of these songs have extra time on them simply because it's going to be a Vintage Rock six-pack of progressive rock. That's right. Mostly from the 70s. And uh, I can't think of a better way to start it than with with uh, Emerson, Lincoln Palmer. So what do you say? Here we go. The Vintage Rock six-pack here on Junk Man Radio with Emerson, Lake, and Palmer. Welcome back, my friends, to the show that never ends. We're so glad you could attend. Come inside, come inside.
Thank you.
Junkman Radio. Yeah, just wrapping up a uh, VintageRock.com six-pack of some serious classic rock. And uh, in that particular case, uh, some experimental uh, progressive rock from the 70s, from um, some very, very big bands of that era, and still are. Icons, so to speak, a lot of what uh, I believe vintage rock is all about. So anyway, I'd like to send that one out to uh, the folks over at VintageRock.com for um, for sponsoring the show here. And uh, again, I like to call that one the uh, the six pack of Tall Boys because yes, they were all extra long right there. That's kind of like getting one of them twenty ounce beers, you know. I'm talking about, but a good one, a good beer that is, you know, got lots of aftertaste. And that one was called Afterglow. That was Genesis, going way back to about seventy four, maybe on that one. I don't know. But, uh, yeah, Afterglow from Genesis right there featuring Phil Collins on the vocals and drums and everything that they were doing back then. I believe Chester Thompson was involved in drums as well. So all kinds of members have gone and come from from uh, from Genesis over the years, including Peter Gabriel. But just a great song all the way around. Afterglow. Before that, Kansas from uh, the Point of No Return record, that's a remix of Portrait He Knew, which I love that record to begin with. But that one remixes, it finally gave it some beefed-up drums on that. And Phil, Phil Ehart's drums on that are just very prevalent in the mix, if you listen very closely. But just very cool stuff from Kansas. Yes, from Close to the Edge, Siberian Catru preceded that. Yes, of course, out on the road in two different formations right now. There's the regular band Yes, and then there's another version of uh, of uh, Rick Wakeman and um, John Anderson and Trevor Rabin that's going to be hitting, the, uh, hitting this town here pretty soon. Very soon, in fact. But, uh, you know, hey, Yes listeners, your dream has come true. There is two. <laughs> And they're coming to you. All right. Uh, King Crimson preceded that with 21st Century Schizoid Man. That featured, of course, the distorted vocals of one Mr. Greg Lake. That's right. Greg Lake, of course, from Emerson, Lincoln, Palmer, who I played in that set. And they preceded uh, Chicago. I played 25 or 6 to 4 from about 1969. And that was or 1969, 1970, something like that. And that one, of course, featured the late, great Terry Kath guitar on that record. Just that incredible guitar solo that he just does towards the, towards the end of that. But, uh, man, just a great progressive band in every way. They had horns. You know, there was only a couple of bands around like that that played with jazz and horns and rock all molded into one and at one time they were the house band at the whiskey and go-go in hollywood i like that idea that's great can you imagine that chicago's the house band <laughs> all right emerson lake and palmer uh started things out with carnival number nine first impression right there and i hope you enjoyed that set of tunage of course the vintage rock.com six-pack All right, I'm going to keep it rolling with something new from my boy Joe Satriani. Joe is just killer. The guitar player that just keeps 
moving in new directions. And uh, he's assembled a great band for this particular record. It's the What Happens Next Records is the latest. And as his backing band on this, <laughs> are you ready for this? On bass, Glenn Hughes, formerly from Deep Purple and other bands. And on drums, it uh, it's Chad Smith from the Red Hot Chili Peppers. So a killer, killer, killer background band. And this one is called Head Rush. It just rocks from front to finish, as you shall hear. Check it out. Brand new Joe Satriani, Head Rush on Junkman Radio.
Junk Man Radio right here at Doll Hut Studios in Anaheim, California. That boy can play him some guitar, can he? That's Slash and Miles Miles, uh, Kennedy and the Conspirators from the World on Fire record. That one's called Wicked Stone. Man, chunky. Gibson Les Paul on that bad boy, huh? You like it? I thought you would. Just kicking ass. They uh, they got a new record coming out. Getting ready to go see them again in October at the Aftershock Festival in Sacramento, California. Looking forward to that in a big way. That band just rules live. Man, I'm telling you, they got it. They've got it. Whatever it is, they got it. But just quality musicianship. Great songs, too. That particular one, I think, you know what? I, and I, I said this to a friend of mine, fellow journalist. And I shocked him, and I said, that is some of my favorite slash licks. I like that stuff even even more than the Appetite for Destruction record from Guns N' Roses, simply because those the guitar on that record sounds so fresh, and the riffs, just every single one of them, right where it should be. But good stuff. I have to play something from the new... Uh, Box set from the Appetite of Destruction uh, from Guns N' Roses one of these days, too. Uh, Maybe even today. Who knows? All right. Van Halen before that. Of course, I'm the one from the first Van Halen record. We all know some point in our life when we heard that for the first time and went, holy shit, who is this guy? The amazing Edward Van Halen on guitar right there. Roxy Blue, a band out of the 80s. That uh, I guess they recently uh, have decided to uh, get together again, at least with most of the members. And that song was called Rob the Cradle. Very Van Halen-esque. Um, you know, I guess if you got to sound like anybody, why not sound like them? Cool band, though. I believe they were from uh, back east. But uh, a great song called Rob the Cradle. <laughs> and that could be a lot of people's theme song these days, man. A lot of that stuff going on, let me tell you. Yikes. Uh, and the new one from Joe Satriani, Head Rush, the name of that song from his latest. Man, I'm telling you, just I, I just was in the mode to just play some kick-ass guitar music and up-tempo uh, drum beats on there, which this record has qu- plenty of them as well. I'm talking about the brand new one from D. Snyder, For the Love of Metal is the name of the, uh, the record. This song is called Tomorrow's No Concern. This is Junk Band Radio. New from D. Snyder.
higher power. Junk Man Radio, brand new from Judas Priest, the title track from Firepower, their newest Judas Priest, featuring the metal god, Mr. Rob Alford on the vocals. I like to send that particular set out to the gentleman that I talked to the other night that was said that said that uh, there's no good metal coming out. And if so, none of the bands matter. <laughs> like, dude, what are you up? What, what, what hole did you just crawl out from underneath, man? That is one of the coolest stuff. This has been one of the coolest years for new metal music coming out from bands that are established in a long time. You know? Really, really cool stuff. That one right there at near at least at the top of the heap. That brand new from Judas Priest. Of course, Judas Priest has been around forever. Revamped, retooled, and kicking ass. Yep, that's for sure. The new one from Godsmack preceded that one. That one was called Bulletproof. Cool song with the patented Godsmack sound. Went back uh, actually a year or two ago with... Metallica and their latest it's called Atlas Rise that is as good as anything that band has ever done as far as I'm concerned does it sound like the first three albums did those are the only Metallica matter before they became Salonica fuck you I said that twice on my show because I'm (laughs) I'm saying that to the people in general that just didn't get over the fact that Metallica has gotten better Yep, they get older and they get better. Like a fine wine, my friend. But Atlas Rise, one of my favorite things they've ever done. Love that song. And the new one from D. Snyder, another one guy that, you know, a lot of people just cast him off, but he just keeps coming back, man, you know? And that one is from his brand new record. Oh, my God. The song is called uh, Tomorrow's No Concerned. And that is just firing up serious metal from the man himself, D. Snyder. Kicking ass. Just rocks. And I like people that rock, as you can tell. Yes, I like to rock hard, like to rock, you know, soft, bluesy, whatever. That's what Junk Band Radio is about, giving it to you all from my personal collection. So I hope you're loving it. Some of us, you know, just want to live the life. Some of us just kind of, you know, like to listen and watch. Make notes of <laughs> things like that. I always wanted to be a rock and roll star, man. I don't know. In a way, I can be, right? Anytime I listen, anytime I imagine, I flip open that record or CD or whatever it comes in these days, and I just turn everything else off and listen to that. And that brings me in the moment. As uh, someone and I were talking about yesterday, be here now. This gets me to it. I want to be a rock and roll star. How about you? This is called So You Want to Be a Rock and Roll Star. It's an old one, but it's remade, and it's still old, but it sounds just as good today. It's Patti Smith, Junk Band Radio.
Junk Man Radio. Can't stop now, baby. Can't stop now. More and more, I'm thinking about love. Love it all, I'm thinking of. Some people do and some people don't. Some people will and say they won't.
here, tell a brother. <laughs> ah, I love it. Junk Band Radio. Wrapping up a whole bunch of rocking right there, man, from the king of rock and roll as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, Elvis. Yeah, absolutely. But the greatest voice ever in rock and roll is Little Richard. And he's still uh, he's still around, man, I think. I'm pretty sure. Yep, he's uh, he's pretty close. But anyway, he's, uh, he's something else, man, that Little Richard. That one was from the Down and Out in Beverly Hills soundtrack from the 1980s, a movie of which he actually appeared in as an angry neighbor. <laughs> Little Richard was an angry neighbor. Oh, yeah. Have you ever seen the movie? It's pretty funny. It's got Nick Nolte in it. It's a homeless guy. Richard Dreyfuss. It's, uh, it's pretty good. But that song right there just rocks, man. That uh, Little Richard Penniman, he's the man with the rock and roll voice. Another guy with one of them that's right up there, too. Is Lemmy and Lemmy, towards the end of his career, a few years before, hooked up with a guy by the name of Danny B. Harvey on guitar and uh, Slim Jim Phantom of the Stray Cats on drums, and they formed a band called Head Cat, and they did an old Chuck Berry song called "Let It Rock," and they did indeed, and that one preceded uh, the Little Richard song. Great stuff. Uh, played Rod Stewart with his version of a Chuck Berry song too, "Sweet Little Rock and Roller." That one just flat out kicks ass. And Cheap Trick with My Baby Loves to Rock. And that's what she does. She rocks so well. <laughs> April Wine did Wanna Rock. Eddie Money did Wanna Be a Rock and Roll Star. How about that? Boy, did his uh, dreams come true. I was watching an interview with him uh, recently, you know, talking about his new TV show and everything like that. He's, but he's still out there. He's still touring. He's still rocking. He's got his kids in the band now, right? Oasis with Rock and Roll Star. Great song by them. And I started that set out a whole lot of rocking. Eight songs, in fact. With uh, That one was Patti Smith that started it all out with So You Want to Be a Rock and Roll Star. Yep, some of us do. Some of us still uh, always will. Some of them are. <laughs> some of you are, I should say. But anyway, I hope you enjoyed that set, and I uh, hope you enjoyed Junk Band Radio for today, because uh, right about now it's... Um, just about to get out of here, but uh, I'll be back with another episode, an exciting episode of Junk Band Radio, right here at Dollhead Studios in Anaheim, California, your one-stop shopping for recording and rehearsing and lockout rooms and podcasting and all kinds of fun things like that, all available right here, right next door to the world-famous Dollhead Club and across the street from the world-famous Five Freeway, which I'm sure is quite packed right about now. But uh, hope you enjoyed the show. I'm going to leave you with uh, a fellow I met uh, out of Canada. Great guy. Killer guitar player. Great singer. And uh, this is from one of his early records. This is called Voodoo Thang. And this is Colin James. So let's rock and do a little voodoo rocking from Colin James. I'm Junk Man. I'm out of here for today. I'll see you next time. Keep it uh, right here at Junk Man Radio. Book it up, pass it along, give shout-outs to, uh, to whoever, man. Turn them on to uh, the coolest tunes you'll ever hear from my personal collection. All right, it's time for Colin James. I'm out of here, Junk Band Radio. Let's get all nasty, baby.
who's that cool dude coming through that door? It's not the latest man. It's not Superman. It's John Man. Jump right. 